helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. I didn't realize how many of our favorite celebrities celebrate birthdays in July. Is there what's the sign in July that must be like a movie star's uh, astrological? I don't know. What what is July? What would that be? I think it. Is it, it's cancer. My husband's in July. It's cancer. Got it. Oh, it's, it's cancer. <laughs> I was about to say, I really should know this because, right, Kyle, July. I was going to say I haven't kept it with my Madam Cleo in the yeah. last several years. I, I don't I don't remember. Yep, I know that's... I'm a Sagittarius, but okay. so so July birthdays, we yeah, have, you're, uh, you're so cancer. Sophia Vergara, who oh, I yeah. love, has lived in America since 98. I think her accent's gotten thicker. Oh, absolutely. Uh, she's so much 50. more Colombian than it even was. It's like Shakira. <laughs> It's like, man, those women with that deep voice, that guttural voice, and that Colombian accent. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's unreal. Uh, Tom Hanks turning 66. Ooh. And then yeah. um, one of our favorite comedians that we've talked about before here on the show, Mr. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. How old is he? He's just turning 43. He, 43 40 years old. Three. And swallow this pill. Forbes magazine estimates that his net worth is over two. Hundred million dollars. Wow, forty-three years old, two hundred million bucks. I tell you, he's he's had a really a, a really I don't know. I would call it like a stratospheric career. Yeah. I mean, it went from I just saw him in a handful of things, maybe. 10, 12, 13 years ago. Yep. And then all of a sudden, the last five or six years, he's he's all over everything. Yes. He, he's a likable guy. Yes. He's so likable. His humor, so even 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 if his humor doesn't strike exactly our chord of what we would do, right. the way that he alliterates things uh-huh. is just so good. His stories are so honest. I feel like they're just very honest stories. That's right. That he, he just makes them funny. I don't know. Right. I think he's good. He, 200 million bucks. Yeah. 200 million dollars. A lot of other people and like his stories too. I, well, and I don't know if you've ever heard any of his interview stuff when he's not doing the comedy stand-up stuff, when he's being serious. You yeah. can tell how smart he is and how strategic he is. So it makes sense to me that he's gotten to where he has because everything is very well planned out. And he was actually on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast recently. Oh, yeah. He was preaching the importance of financial literacy on that oh. podcast. He was talking about how it begins with living for the future and not for the now. Here's what he was saying. It's not in the moment for jewelry, not in the moment for the car. It's in the longevity. It's in buildings where at the end of the day you can say, look at what I have. Look at what I worked for. Look at what I have that's mine. Monopoly is real, but you have to have the financial understanding. That's what I was talking about. Oh, that's good. He's very clear and direct on where he's going. And I, and I think that it's, it's really good for young people who kind of look up to a 43-year-old and yeah. say, hey, this guy is not just out there looking for the bling. Right. He's like, no, 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 that's great and all, but really the idea is to do this for the long run. That's right. And guys, that's what it is for retirement for all of us, right? We put in the 20, 30, 40 years doing what we're doing, and we get to that point where we're like, wow, you know, here are the fruits of my labor. And I know some people are out there like, man, I've, I've done a great job, and, and maybe some others are going, I don't know if I've done enough. Mm-hmm. The, the point is, and I think that Kevin Hart kind of made a point, here is just understanding at what point in time do we make certain that what we've created we can hold on to, right. that it's going to last for the test of time. Right. Because there are so many people that I see, Heather, and, and they'll retire or they'll think about it and they think they don't have enough. They think they're going to be, you know, like living on a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. That's not the case at all. They just need to have the right direction on how to apply those assets. And typically they can do really, really well. But usually it starts off with having just a really good guideline and right. plan. Right. Well, and the other thing that I think for this current generation is also adjusting the perspective a little bit because, you know, it used to be for our grandparents, 
65, you were like a little old sure. lady. And I, I have said here on this radio <laughs> program before, 65 is not old anymore. Not even close. My dad just turned 80 years old, drives suburban, goes to the gym three times a week, is on every church I, committee you could ever find. Absolutely. I had a 77-year-old that just finished a marathon. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's lady. see. I guess it was the end of, uh, of, of April because uh-huh. it wasn't quite too hot yet. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was like, oh, my gosh, your doctor let you do that? And he goes, well, I mean, <laughs> well, now that you mentioned that, I may have uh, not oh, told him that I was going to do it. But yeah. 77 you know, years of age, and he is as spry as, as a 50-year-old, maybe right. even younger. I mean, he's, and that's the whole point, guys. You know, if we take care of ourselves, we do the right things, you know, our bodies, you know, are designed and engineered, but we can last a long time. Right. Um, you know, and, and of course, me in my mid-40s, I'm like, man, I got some aches and some pains. And, of course, all my clients are like, John, it's not going to get any better, buddy. So, it's yeah. time for you to take all your planning and apply it to the physique. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, I'm in that boat with you, and I'm not here to scold you on any part of it. But what I do want to ask you about is these folks where we are. We are taking better care of ourselves. We are sure. living longer. And so sure. perhaps some of the ideas of generations past no longer apply because, I mean, a lot of us have heard the suggestion you're going to need 70 to 80 percent of your pre-retirement income yeah. in order to maintain your standard of living when you get to retirement. But sure. there were some readers giving feedback to The Wall Street Journal, and they were saying, you need to forget all that advice. Yeah. You're going to spend in retirement likely equal or even more than what you're spending while you're working. And yeah. so how do we begin to then, if I mean, especially if it's more than while we're working, how do we yeah. begin to figure out what we're going to need? So, Heather, it happens all the time. And this is one of the conversations that I have usually in the very beginning of, of meeting someone. Okay. You know, the idea is, hey, you know, when do you think you want to hang it up? You know, and, and are you going to do any part time work or, hey, when you're done, you want to be done. And, you know, they'll come up with an idea or, or something they're really thinking about or their intent on doing. And the very next question I have is, you know, about how much of your income do you think you're going to need to have in retirement? And it is so common for folks to say, uh, probably about half. Or, you know, I only need about, you know, uh, 4,000 bucks a month or whatever they say. And often this is like a quarter of what they've been making. Yeah. And so one of the things that I say is, guys, let's just be honest about this. One of the craziest things about what I've noticed over the years is that more people than ever, they spend about the same amount of money in the first three or four years of retirement as they did when they were working. They absolutely do. And some of them do spend more. And, and, and people always ask me, John, how is that even possible? Well, think about it, guys. What is one thing that we have that we didn't used to have when we we're working 40 or 50 hours a week? Free time. time. We have so much extra time to do yeah. things. And, and I know that a lot of people say, well, you know, yeah, I got all that time, but if things don't cost that much. Eh, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> not <anymore. laughs> that's not necessarily true at all. And even if you don't get your keister off the couch, that Amazon is really darn close. You know what I was about to say about that? You can touch that phone and get on that. <laughs> You know, as I say about that free time is that, you know, especially now we're sitting around the house and we, that internet is very accessible for me to spend money. Absolutely. It's so easy now. Absolutely. Sure. And and the other thing is, is that we're around the house more and we're looking at those areas that maybe we neglected a little bit. So Um, all of a sudden we found out, you know, our bathroom doesn't accommodate us the way it used to. You know, we probably need to do a refresh on this sucker or, you know, we don't really want to move homes, but we need a first floor master. And of course, Mm -hmm. that's pretty darn expensive to do. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden, we see people that they literally do spend more money in the first three or four years of retirement than they did when they were actually working. And and unfortunately, if we haven't planned well for that, 
it's a really good way to go broke quick, <laughs> uh, as much as I hate to say it. So what I would suggest people do is to not think that we can live off of, you know, 50% or 60% of what we've been earning. Usually it doesn't work that way. Okay. What we want to start off with, can we create a plan that will allow us to keep our current income or maybe even slightly more for the first four or five or six years of retirement? Because at that point in time, we hopefully have done a lot of those improvements to the house. Hopefully we've had some of those really awesome, like memorable vacations, or we've planned for those. And we've kind of done some of those things before we start to slow down. Because if we do that correctly, then the rest of our retirement is a much more comfortable voyage. Now, if we do it the other way around and we don't plan for that, Heather, then unfortunately what I see is people always feeling like they're in a terrible budget, that they can't do those fun trips. Like when the girls call up and say, hey, we're thinking about going to Branson, Missouri for a girls trip. Mm -hmm. Let's go and we'll you know go to some of the casino boats and go see some of the shows and go have some fun. And they feel like they can't do it. Or the guys say, hey, we're going to do a golf outing. You know, we're actually going to go out and play some of these awesome Robert Trent Jones courses around the South. And the guy's like, ah, you know, after we've just tightened the belt, I don't know if I can do that. Mm-hmm. Guys, these are the things we want to do. Or we might want to go and get that classic car to fix up on the side. And that costs money, too. So what we want to do is we want to have the right plan for this. Because here's what I would tell you. You probably need to have the same amount of money for the first three or four years of retirement is that paycheck you're earning right before you stop. So a couple quick things to let you know, if you think you might need to do a kitchen remodel, if you think you might need to do a bathroom remodel, if you think you might put a new pole barn out there to give you some place to put those classic cars you're going to work on. Try to do that right before you retire while you still have an active income. It can help you offset those costs so that you're not digging in to that pile of money that is taking you, frankly, 30, 40, or 50 years to accumulate. And if we do that correctly, we really have a good chance to set ourselves up for long-term success. Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Integrity Financial Planning Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, NPN number 229473.